Persinion crucis in imicis nostis, libera nos Deus nostri, in nomine Patris, et Filit, et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I beg your pardon for my sins. The grace to spend this time of prayer fruitfully. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. <clears throat> we continue meditating on the example of self-giving to God that we see in St. Joseph, in the life of St. Joseph, in spite of the scarcity of data that we have in the Gospel, but enough for us to fill the gaps. This is good preparation for the year of St. Joseph, for this feast of St. Joseph in March on the 19th. We read the Gospel and we gather the great human personality of St. Joseph. He must have been a splendid person, the best of Israel. As we read it and the few episodes, but enough episodes in the life of our, the childhood of our Lord, Never he appears like a scared person, no? person who is overwhelmed by the events, hesitating, lost, weak, when he faces important decisions in life, of course. He meditated on things. On the other hand, he was not uh, reckled. He was not uh, uh, reckless, rather, I want to say. Person who take decision too fast. No, he meditate. He knows how to face the problem. He recognizes the problems. He analyzes the situation. And he, he trusts God. It is a difference what we comes up as a good man, just man. He doesn't abandon himself only in his own personal musing and possibilities. He, he goes to God. He talks to God. He prays. We were we were meditating on the second meditation. And this way he faces the problems. He's not a coward. He knows how to push forward, even in difficult situations, because he trusts God. Absolutely. On the other hand, we see him Assuming with responsibility and sense of initiative 
the tasks entrusted to him, his mission. Some people, they have a, an assignment, a mission, they are entrusted with something, and they lack responsibility. They begin enthusiastically, but perhaps after some time, they go down, down, and they abandon the task. Lack of responsibility. Or another big problem is when the person tackles the task, embraces the task proposed to him, but this person lacks initiative falls into routine. He says he doesn't want to complicate his life. He says, well, I won't go say all, pero better we continue doing what uh, it becomes like uh, nothing. No daring, no initiative, no improvement, no improvement. It's a bit coward, this attitude, no? because if the person doesn't want to, to fail, so therefore uh, he doesn't dare to improve or to look if there's an improvement. As you see, it's a little bit of pride, because he's afraid of, of failure. He's afraid that that failure may spot or stain his name. Uh, he wants shall we say, he's looking for his own personal image, okay? Not so in St. Joseph. He knows how to combine this spirit of initiative with sense of responsibility, with daring to do what he has to do. How much we have to learn from Joseph to face the little crosses, the difficulties, in our life, the challenges. Why? Because we are wayfarers. As we live our life, we are confronted with little problems, with things that we cannot avoid, things that make us suffer, things that demand from us a courageous resolution, a courageous decision, previously discerning the different paths that we can take. And that person, if that person is just, as we see in St. Joseph, seeks that path that leads closer to God. Let us continue looking at St. Joseph. The angel appeared to Joseph in a dream. Don't be afraid, Joseph. Taking Mary as your spouse. And again, the angel appeared to him. This time, he has not come to reveal a message of reassurance, of peace and joy, as it was the first. Don't be afraid but to warn him an imminent danger, not to relieve him from 
intolerable burden, but to load him with one more problem on his shoulders that he had to face, that he had to give a solution. On the first occasion, we realized that the angel has pacified him, has relieved all his anxiety. But this time, the second time, disturbing news come to his mind, to his heart, suddenly. The days of happiness there in Bethlehem finished, take an end. How joyful when he saw the child for the first time, even though it was in the cave. How happy was he when he saw that humble people, the shepherds coming and giving the best they had. And even when he saw these strange people coming from the far east with their camels, with their merchandise, with the beautiful robes, adoring the child Jesus. How happy he was. Now, the music changes, like in the, uh, in the thrillers, in the movies. The music changes because there are dark clouds, they are threatening. So, the second time, was hard for Joseph, for Saint Joseph. But his reaction was both the same. The first time, when, before, when the angel told him to take Mary as his spouse, and the second time when the angel is coming now to tell him, let's get out of here as soon as possible. The same reaction. The Gospel tells us like in the mystery of the Incarnation, Joseph awoke from sleep. So he faced reality now. We also, sometimes, we see ourselves confronted with difficulties. Sometimes the devil magnifies them, make us think that it's impossible to face them, to tackle them. And we are sometimes overwhelmed if we do not trust God, if we're not abandoning God. Even so, it can be involuntarily. So we have to awake from our sleep and, 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 and look at the world with the eyes of God. Joseph awoke and did as the angel of the Lord had told him to do. This was the first, the first time. And the second time, when the threat of Herod was clear, he, the, the evangelist writes, Joseph got up and taking the child and his mother with him, left that night for Egypt. These are the words of saint, so short, so strict, so beautiful. This is the narrative that Matthew tells us, inspired by the Holy Spirit, 
and we had to bring to our prayer to learn how to face difficulties and challenges in life. That same night, that same night, he did not wait for the next day, took the child and his mother with him. He had with him the most precious treasure in his life, the child and his mother. What is my treasure in life? If there is a fire, what is the first thing I get? You know, sometimes, especially here, we have a fire there, and you see poor people running away. Look what they carry with them. They know they cannot take everything. So you have to have an immediate decision to take what you think is most valuable. Sometimes they are confused, yes. Joseph took Mary and Jesus. This is a lesson that we have to learn from him. No matter what you lose, no matter what great the difficulty, as long as you take Jesus with you, as you, as you take Mary with you, as long as you don't abandon them, then not everything is lost. In fact, there is peace and serenity and it's possible to begin again. You see how Joseph tells us how to face difficulties and problems. So he was wise. He did not leave behind, behind Mary and the child. He did not say, well, I will be running, you stay here, and probably they will not realize that you are here. They will go after me. He did exactly what the angels have told him to do. Take Mary and the child and go to Egypt. That same night, Joseph took Mary and the child and went to Egypt. You see, the parallelism. Do I obey with the same refinement of St. Joseph, with the same promptness that same night, with the same spirit of discernment, of knowing what is really important? We are not told that, uh, I don't know, maybe other things that have been accumulated there, we do not know. The first apparition of the angel was a joy. The second was a sign of the cross that will come later. No longer Mary was contemplating how this great man came there by the long journey guided by God in honor to in order to honor the little child. Now it's lost. Now they are running on the road suddenly surprised by this persecution. I didn't do anything wrong this time and or ever. Because you say, well, they did something and Herod was hurt. But no, the child Jesus had not done anything, or Mary, 
there were no indications that there could be any persecution. You, you read it. Never they thought that they were going to be, you know, persecuted. Sometimes difficulties arise suddenly, and we have to be prepared to face them. You see how in sacred scripture we are told how Joseph obeys the divine will in everything. <clears throat> now, without warning, they had to take the road. If at least God had prepared them somehow or warned them what was coming, but they must have been shattered by the sudden revelation of the great danger. And then they took the road, alarmed, full of distress, from a household that had been, until now, peace and serenity. The gospel, when, when it, it talks about the, the shepherd, they say that the shepherd went to the cave. But when it speaks about the Magi who went to, to, to seek the child, once they have met Herod and recovered the sight of the star, it says they went to the house and they found the child with Mary, his mother, the, the Magi. So we could surmise that there was a few days later, perhaps a couple of months later, and they were able to, to find a decent place to stay. Now they had to leave it behind with this command, which required immediate action and which Joseph did not delay the promptness that increases. Immediately realized what was happening. Okay. Do I have that flexibility for the things, that sensible heart for the things of God? Times God revealed to us, and we cannot be, you know, with a sleepy mind, no? So I don't know, I will think about it later. No, with the things of God, we have to be flexible. We have to be ready to listen. Joseph was ready to listen. That's why he heard. When our mind and our heart is in other things, we do not hear. It's true that sometimes when a person is completely engrossed with a big worry or a big problem, or no problem, just something that demands a lot of intelligence to execute it, sometimes you call that person, hey, and the person doesn't hear like before. Why? Because there are other things in the mind of this person. St. Joseph, it was God. It was the interest of God. It was the assignment of God. It was God's will what was in his heart. That's why when the angel came, he reacted at once. Because he was prepared. Because he was thinking of God. How do I keep the presence of God <clears throat> to be ready for the things of God? <clears throat> 
to realize the situation, to realize that perhaps I can do something for this person, like Saint Jose Maria, he always was attentive to the things of God. When he saw a problem, when he said whatever, he always related it to God. In one occasion, there was a an avalanche. There had been, I don't know if it was what bad weather or an earthquake in Peru, if I'm not mistaken. An enormous amount of lahar, we may say, of clay or mud, mud, came down the mountain and filled the valley. There was a little village in the valley. And they show some pictures of the situation. It seems that somebody related to the work, a priest or something, was the priest of that place. And you could see there like a sea of mud and lahar. And in the center you could see a little campanario protruding from the sea of mud. So, which give a, a measure of the catastrophe that happened. Uh, when St. Jose Maria saw it, immediately he asked the person, and what happened with the Blessed Sacrament? Were they able to, was the priest able to retrieve the Blessed Sacrament from the church? Okay, that's what he said. Now, I'm sure any one of us would have said, if you have a good heart, how many people perished? How many were the people, the few villagers able to, to, to escape the impending uh, lahar? <clears throat> yeah, it's okay. Or he could say, what were the material damages? What about the houses were? No, you see the finesse of Saint Jose Maria. What was he? Where was his mind that he asked? Whatever able to remove the Blessed Sacrament from the tabernacle to preserve the Blessed Sacrament. It's, and with these uh, um, parameters that we can understand uh, the amazing um, reaction of St. Joseph, that, that promptness for the things of God that always um, lead us to, to have a similar, a similar reaction a revelation accompanied by a command and his obedience. <clears throat> Everybody knows that when you are awakened and you are given bad news, perhaps catastrophe, uh, remember everybody should know, Sunog, 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 and everybody running, right? So it must have been a very bitter experience, no? Anyone who has gone through it, that sudden confusion and the anxiety which accompanied that moment, the mind gets confused, uh, groping for, for a solution, no? And, and w w when you see the, 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 the impending uh, uh, catastrophe, 
So it's a state of mind which is uh, characterized with that sensation of, of, of dismay, of heaviness of heart, and the person might not make a, a, a resolution. Very hard, perplexing. But what is amazing is the reaction of St. Joseph. No matter how difficult the situation is, how he chose God, he reacted immediately to God. He did not wait to get more information because he had no information whatsoever. Listen to the gospel. The angel did not say many details what is exactly <clears throat> the danger, only in a sketch. But he obeyed without knowing where to go and without how, what do we go tomorrow? What? It's good that they have something that the, that the Magi brought them. Well, thank God they could make the trip. At least they could pay for meals along the way. I guess he obeyed. <clears throat> the gospel tells us the reaction of Joseph. He rose up, therefore, while it was still night, and took the child and his mother with him. <clears throat> but it was night. That night, I guess, it represents for us, not for St. Joseph, those moments of confusion, those moments that perhaps our soul is taken by anxiety, Nevertheless, Joseph did not wait until everything is clarified. Thank you, Lord, for illustrating to us how to react. Thank you for the example of St. Joseph. <clears throat> Reflection is good and is necessary before taking a decision when we ponder about but St. Joseph, there was no time to ponder. He just obeyed. When it's real obedience, the person does not start searching around, looking for reasons for doing what we are asked to do, but simply a just person does it. <clears throat> You see how St. Joseph does not delay asking himself, why so? What is wrong? This child has not done anything. Or looking for justification, he obeyed. But with intelligence, with intelligence, he knew what to do. He went to Egypt right away, obeying the design of God, the, the <clears throat> the order of God, even though it was not comfortable. He did not choose something comfortable. He was traveling with the persecution behind him. He had to look for a place to stay in the different days. He had to look for a place to get some food. How much we have to learn to live of faith. 
how much we have to learn to abandon ourselves in the hands of God. Let's go often to St. Joseph to learn that omnia in bonum, everything is for the good. The deep joy that comes after every difficulty, if we go through it with Christ, in Christ, and with Christ, when we don't separate us from Christ, when we take the child and his mother with us, no matter what happened in our interior life, the apostolic tasks in the world that surrounds us, in the pandemia, in sickness, if we take Jesus and Mary with us, we can go through the road to Egypt. Joseph does not say yes in a passive manner. Okay, no, he has the initiative. You see how he woke up, it's an initiative. He doesn't say, well, tomorrow on along. Initiative. Immediate reaction, immediate obedience to the will of God. And there you see the courage of Joseph, which is not recklessness, and his fortitude, fortitude to do, to stay steady in what God demands. He did not just attempt to escape and make it look as if, no, he actually left for Egypt. Let's continue this month trusting Joseph, abandoning ourselves in his hand, learning especially for him from him today to never lose what is most important in life, our treasure, which is Jesus and Mary. Our heart has to be there, never separating ourselves from them. And if ever happened that we have a any problem or sin, immediately to recover them, to wake up and to take that. Maybe we have to, to escape running, be sure that you get what is most important with you. <clears throat> I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations you have communicated to me in this meditation. I beg your help in performing them. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me.